Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. My guest today is Pete Kennedy, and Pete is a singer-songwriter originally from Ireland, and he's now splitting his time between Nashville and the UK. Pete was named in 2012 the BCMA Album of the Year Award winner, and this year Pete is nominated for the 2013 BMCA Male Vocalist of the Year, along with four additional nominations, which will be decided November 24th in London. Many people may or may not know that the British CMAs or the BCMAs are sponsored by our own CMA and Nashville Tourism. So it's a really, really big deal, and we're thrilled to have Pete with us today. Thanks, Pete, for coming on. It's a pleasure to be here, Laurie. Thanks for having me on your show. No problem. You are a, a busy guy. you got a big award show coming up. Yeah, I can't wait. November 24th, London Concord Club in Heathrow. Uh, going to be performing on the show, up for five nominations. Very exciting times and uh, really looking forward to it. I've got some shows that week as well. Kind of getting, I'm just getting a little bit hyper about it all right now, so I'm very, very happy, for sure. I, I, I would imagine. Yeah, now, yeah in, no, it's in, good. Everything in, is good. In 2012, you won Album of the Year, and... Did, did, did that give you more momentum, winning that award? Yes, it did. It was uh, it was great timing as well, um, because it was just off the back of my first commercial launch, which was the Nashville Sessions Volume 1, and that uh, had done really, really well for me. And um, the nominations came in, and I was nominated for Album of the Year and nominated for UK Song of the Year. And uh, it was in September last year, so it was a little bit earlier in the year. And it was announced I won Album of the Year, and two weeks later I headed out on the road with Neil Sedaka on tour. So, yes, momentum-wise, it was fantastic. It just everything has kind of just kept rolling, kept moving, and uh, everything is just getting better and better all the time since then. So it was a major factor and, and, a, and a big turning point in my career too. I would have to say. I, I would imagine so, and that brought you to Nashville, where where the CMAs. Uh, kind of took you under their wing and you had a lot of exposure while you were in Nashville. Yes, I've had a lot of exposure. My first time I went to Nashville, actually, if I go back right to the very start, was um, my first little LP that I recorded, which was, um, I suppose you could call it a living room recording. Myself and my cousin, Mark McCormick, we put it together and uh, we put some songs on it, some covers and some songs that I had written and one or two I'd co-written with Mark. And um, I began sending it out to various radio stations. And uh, CMR Nashville, one of Europe's biggest country music stations, picked up on a song called Yellow. And um, he called me and asked me, would I be interested in going over to Nashville to represent Ireland on the International Showcase the night before the CMA Awards? That was uh, this time two years ago. So that was the first door that opened for me really and um, it's just a fantastic occasion and and that's that was kind of the first step for me in nashville and then i went back and uh in cma fest 2012 i was a big part of that I performed on the global showcase and various other shows around that time have been playing various 
singer-songwriter lounges, including the Bluebird Cafe, the Listening Room. That's kind of been an ongoing thing. And um, this year then, I was an official CMA artist, which meant I was in the top 75, 80 American country music artists featured at CMA Week. So, yes, I've certainly been welcomed into Nashville and accepted, and it's just an amazing feeling especially for a guy who comes from a small little area in Ireland, in the Midlands, who grew up with a dream of going to visit Nashville, let alone being able to go and be developing my career there. It's just extraordinary and something I'm very, very thankful and very grateful for. What's it like growing up in Ireland as far as listening to traditional country music? Is is that what people in Ireland, do they listen to, to, to Nashville or is there Irish country music how, how does that work well well here's here's the thing it's kind of it's probably up and down a little because if you go back to the uh, late 80s well, well first and foremost my main influences would have been the eagles um hotel mm-hmm. california peaceful easy feeling and uh, their harmonies and their fantastic guitar playing and that's what got me hooked and uh, mm-hmm. of course always we've always had our country artists here in ireland who have been very very successful and um then in uh, the late 80s, Garrett Brooks comes along and Alan Jackson and Vince Gill and Colin Ray and John Michael Montgomery and Reba McIntyre and Martina McBride and so on, Billy Ray Cyrus, all these guys come in. And that just captured the country back then. It, it just really sucked us into the American country music scene. It really got us in there. Now, we would always have known of the old, the Hanks, do you know what I mean, the Willie Nelson, mm-hmm. the Kenny Rogers. They would always have been huge. But that 80, late 80s, 90s to mid 90s years sucked in a major younger audience and really is what kick-started my love of country music and a lot of people in the same age bracket as me now since then for whatever reason a lot of the uh, current day country music has not made its way across the pond in and making as much of an impact as it did back then and uh, i don't know what the reasons for that are i think maybe it could be down to a certain tv exposure because i know Back in the late 80s, 90s, we always had TV shows on um, mainstream Irish television, which once or twice a week we would always get to see the latest, hottest videos. And I think that disappeared for a long, long time, and that definitely made a difference. But it's starting to turn now again. We're getting to see a lot more of the current American country music, and I think think my timing is good. I think it's ready to really kick, and I think there's a big, big hunger here for it right now. Well, I think that it's really great to have the BCMA Awards bridging the gap between Nashville and London, and I'm glad to see Nashville taking a, a, a larger role in and supporting the BCMAs. Yes, yes. No, that's very important. And uh, CMA again, they're sponsoring awards this year. Um, I believe BMI also the uh, Writers Affiliation who will be sponsoring some of the awards as well and it's great to see that connection there because that kind of comes hand in hand and as well as that as well we've got this big C2C festival which is going into year two it was held at the O2 in London last year and there was major acts came over and played Carrie Underwood, Brad Paisley uh, Tim McGraw and again this year there's major acts coming over as well and last year it sold out this year it's already sold out it's actually coming to Dublin this year in Ireland as well which is fantastic we're going to have Rascal Slats uh, Tim McGraw Brad Paisley again and many more so 
that's the steps that needs to be taken. We need to get these superstars, these country superstars over and get the audience hearing them and seeing what they're all about. And that's going to help my cause then as well to get me a little bit more popular here, which is, you know, everything works hand in hand. But like I said, I think my timing is right. I think everything is, is clicking for me at the moment, thankfully. I don't take anything for granted. I work very, very hard at it. But um, I just feel really good about everything at the moment. I think everything is, is, is working really well on all angles. Well, you're extremely talented, and you have a really good sound, and it's very current, and um, it's it's familiar in, in a way to to the, the soul and the heart. And I think people will recognize that when we're, we're going to play um, one of your singles a little later in the show. Um, but when when you sing, it's it's just country. It's not Pete from Ireland or Pete from Kansas or whatever. It's it's just country music, and 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 that you can't fake no matter where you come from, and 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 you have it. And I think that that's one big reason that you're being so warmly embraced is because people just know it's the real deal. You believe it? Yeah. I- I, I, you know, when I write songs especially, I like to always write songs that reach out to people and help them in whatever way. So every song could mean something different to everybody. So different people will take different things out of each song, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But uh, when I write, I write, I like to write something that's real, something that has happened to me or something that has happened to people around me or something that I see happening in, you know what I mean, in whatever walk of life that surrounds you during the day. So that's what I try to write on, and I like to write the fun songs as well. Uh, but I think once you stick to that, you have a good chance of keeping an audience on side because, as you said, it's real. That's that's real, and nobody can take that away from you. If you're writing real stuff, the lyrics are right. Melody is good and it's hooky, and people enjoy it. You know, at the end of the day, you're giving your fans something to be happy to listen to, and that's that's my priority, and that's how I hope to keep my fan base for years to come. Don't you think, Pete, that, you know, people are just kind of universally the same, you know, the same things make us sad and the same things make us happy and we all feel love and pain and hurt and, and that's that's universal regardless where you come from. Yeah, absolutely, no matter what country you come from, wherever you're from, you know, wherever you've come from, whatever your background is, it doesn't matter because everybody's going to feel the same emotions, they're going to have the same situations similar situations, you're going to have upsets, you're going to have good times, bad times, happy times, sad times. You know, like one of the biggest healers out there is music. And that's that's fact. That's one of the biggest things that gets mm-hmm. people through, through hard times. And, you know, when you're out and there's happy music on and you're you're having a good time, you're going to dance around and have some fun. And then, you know, if you're having a bad day and you just want to sit back and listen to some ballad that's going to mean something to you, well, that's that's great too. You know, it's 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 a special thing. Music is a gift for everybody. You know, not just not absolutely. just the the writers, the performers. It's for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. How have you had to balance this kind of being? I mean, you're going from continent to continent. You know, a lot of people just have to go city to city, state to state here in the United States. But you have to like you're transatlantic. You have to come from a whole nother continent um to pursue your dream and then back and forth and then that, that that's that's got to take a, a a lot of energy to say the least it it does you know it's 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 crazy because uh, i think i'm i'm touching on 150,000 air miles this year so far uh it's, it's 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 crazy when you think about it but i try not to think about it because it's just my work my flight if i'm going to new york from ireland my flight is about seven and a half eight hours 
if I'm travelling to Nashville, it's 16 hours from Ireland, roughly between exchanges and stuff. And, and I'm not too bad going from Ireland to London. It's it's just a little hop across the water. It's it's easy enough. But you know that's part of my working day. I, I've a lot of stuff I need to do behind the scenes, and I use those hours to the best of my ability. And I try not to waste any time. So rather than just hanging around, I maybe might write some lyrics or I might catch up on some paperwork or I always have something to do. So that kind of passes time for me. I try not to think too much about it, but you know, my, my end goal is what I keep looking at all the time and what I'm trying to achieve. So there's always going to be block walls. There's always going to be hardship. There's going to be things that's going to slow you down. You're going to have great weeks. You're going to have weeks that are not going to be so good, but you know, keep the, keep the end goal focused in front of you and it's, it's always going to work out. What is the end but, uh, goal? Yeah, Pete? it can be. I just want to be the best Pete Kennedy I can possibly be. I want to get a very, very good fan base. I want to entertain them. I want to be here to help people, you know, and I want to be able to give back. I, I'm very involved with charities. I do as much as I can in my downtime for that as I possibly can. Um, I want to be the best dad and husband and family guy that I can be as well. So that's just be all around the best Pete Kennedy I possibly can be, if that's possible. But I'll do my best. <laughs> well, you know, you're you're actually doing a really good job because I did want to talk to you about your charity work because you are very active in charitable work. And so I, I wanted to give you a chance to, to talk about a little bit about that. Why did you want to involve yourself and and be so active in, in charity work? Well, I suppose the honest answer to that is from a very young age, like I when I was 11 years old, we had tragedy in our family, uh, lost my dad, tragic circumstances, a house fire, and uh, I, I'm a, one of a family of five brothers. And at 11 years of age, times were hard, and I had to put my shoulder to the wheel and start helping to earn some money and keep the show on the road back then, because it was mid-80s, it was times were pretty hard, and uh, we had to do what we had to do. But I always kind of have had a soft spot for children all the way along the way. And I always like to help children, and I've got two children. I'm blessed to have two children myself, aged six and aged nine, two girls. And I think there's something very special about helping a kid. And what I do is I'm part of an organization called Bright Star International, who is a, what is it? It's a national charity organization, non-profit. And I'm one of the registered artists. Kenny Rogers is on there. The band Journey is on there and many others. And my chosen charity is for children. So it's for children with disease. It's uh, I'm, I'm involved with Sing for Hope. I'm in, involved with Best Buddies. And uh, I've been going around to various organizations in New York City, and I've been taking classes of kids, maybe 20, 30 children, and sitting down and playing some music with them and getting them involved, getting them to sing, getting them to do some stuff, and, and just to see the smiles on their faces and how involved and what it means to them. That's very rewarding. But also I think my definitely my love of it is when I'm, even though it's not easy, but going around to the hospitals where the children are critically ill and uh, to be able to put a smile on their face when they're going through a really hard time or they may be ill from treatments and stuff and just to sit by their bedside, play them a song and just see their whole body lift up and see their face, a smile come on it. You know, like what more could you want as a person, as a human being? Would that not just give you all, all you would ever need? to be able to do something mm-hmm. like that. You know, and that, that means mm-hmm. a lot. That means an awful lot to me. And that's part of what I love doing. It's part of who I am. That's what I just love to be able to do. 
Well, you know, it just, it just goes to show that someone like you who's super busy traveling all around the world and still has this time to, to give back, anybody can do it. it it's, it's really an easy thing. You just have to make a little bit of effort. So you are a, a good role model in, in that way, Pete. Yeah, well, I probably don't get to do it as much as I'd like to because obviously with my travel, it takes up a lot of my time. You know, I, I kind of tend to get to do maybe a run of it once a month, but uh, if I could do it once every two weeks, if it was possible, that's what I would prefer to do. But, you know, I do what I can when, when it's possible. If I've got a spare hour to pop into a hospital when I'm in New York City or wherever, you know, I've been down in Atlanta as well and Nashville and the different areas, and I, I'm more than happy to, to be in and play a few songs and, you know, even even just to call in and sign autographs and give people some free CDs and whatever, it's it's a nice thing to do. And it's good to see the mm-hmm. smile on their faces. That's what makes it all worthwhile. Absolutely. What was it like when you got to Nashville the first time? A lot different from Ireland, I would imagine. Yeah, it was a lot different from Ireland. It was, um, I suppose, geographically, it was wide open spaces, uh, beautiful. You know, I just love Nashville. I love the area. And... Um, of course, it's eat, sleep, and drink music, you know. So it's it's right up my alley, and uh, just the buzz when you went when you went down on Broadway. I remember my first time stepping into one of the bars on Broadway. I think it was uh, the stage or one of those. It's just the buzz in there. It was electric, and uh, everybody was there. Everybody was enjoying the music, really digging it. It was something special, something that you wouldn't witness. Not not in too many places, I don't think. It's something very unique to Nashville. That that buzz that's down there. And uh, as well as that then, how welcoming everybody was, um, how helpful everybody was, and how accepting they were of my music was just absolutely extraordinary. And it was mind-blowing. I remember, you know, you, you get up and you play your own songs. It's original material. Nobody's ever heard it before. And, you know, for, mo- for the most part, people want to hear music that they know, that they can sing along to, that they can tap their foot to, and that they can familiarize with. But... There it was, you know, I was playing all my own songs, played a couple of covers on that first set I played there, but just to see the reaction from the audience was the thing that really got me. That was just something really, really special and something I probably won't ever forget either. It was, it was remarkable. And, and still, to this current day, any shows I do in Nashville is pretty much the same. So that's, that's mm-hmm. what made it special for me. Well, in Nashville, the land of a thousand accents, what was their reaction to you? Because I'm sure that they would have noticed right off the bat that you weren't from anywhere in the south they would recognize it must have figured that you're from ireland i would imagine yeah well most people everybody says you know when i get down off the stage and i'm meeting and greeting afterwards you know how can you speak like that and sound like that (laughs) (laughs) you know it's it's a question i'm asked all the time but you know as in john was asked the same question on one of the talk shows here in, in ireland a couple of nights ago you know and he just said you know this is always the way of sang and I'm pretty much the same this is how I've always sang I, I don't know how to sing any other way maybe that's down to influence but you know for country music there's only one way you can sing country as far as I feel maybe I'm wrong but that's kind of how, how I see it you know that's uh, and it works you know it's it's mm-hmm. working for me mm-hmm. um, it's comfortable very very comfortable for me and I'm not trying to sing in any particular way when I open my mouth this is what comes out so <laughs> I don't know. However, but it's you know it's 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 a question that's asked in very good faith, and people are having a bit of fun with it, you know, because they had the same deal with obviously with Keith Urban and a couple of the guys mm-hmm. up from Canada and different places, you know. So it's yeah, it's it's cool. 
No, we like it. We like yeah. it actually. <laughs> yeah. Because it's yeah, fresh and it's new. Yeah, and, and 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 an accent is always very welcomed as well. Uh, everywhere in America, I find anywhere in the states, or even in even in the UK as well, uh, the people in the UK love the Irish accent. You know, as we do love other people's accents when they come to our country. So it's, it's just that thing. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a new single out called "Love Like That," and that was released in October in the UK. Is there plans to release that in the United States as well? Yes, I think we will be following up quite soon. It is available on iTunes for download right now, but uh, we're looking at something a little bit bigger. Uh, We've started uh, releasing it in uh, New York State to a lot of radio stations there. It's been picked up. It's been played daily on most of the stations, especially in upstate New York. So I'm excited by that. But um, we'll see what happens. We'll probably just see how that goes. And then in January, maybe the end of January, we may go all out and, and... Hit for a, hopefully get a number one hit in the U.S. That would be cool. That would that would be great. That would be that would be awesome. Or do you have any plans on touring in the United States in 2014? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot. But um, I, already, I think in December, I've got two nights in New York City again, back on December 6th and December 7th. Um, before that, of course, I'm in the U.K. for the British Country Music Awards. Uh, I'll be also doing shows on November 21st, 22nd, 23rd, all around the London area. Uh, the awards is on on the 24th. I will return back to Ireland for a couple of days to do some radio stuff and do some interviews and catch up on some things. And then back to New York for December 6th, December 7th. And uh, then I have to come right back again to my local town to do a show, which is on December 11th. So it's busy. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Very. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very but, uh, but yeah, for for next year, we're going to be visiting. For certain, we're going to be visiting uh, Washington D.C. We're going to be going to Philadelphia. Uh, we're going to be reaching out to Boston, Chicago, and uh, eventually making my way across to the West Coast uh, later on in the year. But yeah, there's there's good plans in place. I've got a great team working with me, and uh, there's more and more inquiries coming in. We're just trying to figure out the best route to do because America is such a big, big country. We kind of don't mm-hmm. want to be to and fro on too much. We want to take it section at a time and make the best use and give the fans the best experience we can give while we're out on the road. So we're just trying to get that all put together right now, and hopefully by the first, second week in January, we should have a list of dates of exactly where it will be. Great. And, and people can stay up with that at your website, which is PeteKennedy.net, and you have everything yeah. posted there, and then they can keep – you also have a Facebook page, Pete Kennedy Music. But really through your Facebook and website, you're really good at keeping everybody up to date on everything that's going on. Yeah, well, I try my best. You know, I, I wasn't uh, – I don't come from the era of social media, and um, it's something I've had to kind of – learn the tricks of the trade very quickly and I try and do as much as I can and keep on top of it but we we put as much information up there keep everything updated but definitely on my website all the dates as soon as stuff comes in we've it posted up there and there's a feedback to the Twitter page which is at Pete Kennedy 3 as you said Facebook Pete Kennedy Music everything is connected from there the YouTube channel and everything so yeah we'd like to think we're doing a pretty good job for now but we need it, it can always be better you know that's our model <laughs> Always, were you able to watch? Were you able to watch the CMAs the other night? 
I was not, no, but I've had a friend send it over to me, so I hope to watch some of it maybe tonight or tomorrow night. But we're uh, we're eight hours ahead of you here. It's uh, just pushing <laughs> on 11 p.m. right now, so probably won't get to watch any of it tonight. But uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to catching up with it all. And I haven't I haven't listened too much to who won what nominations or anything like that. I want to sit down as if it's coming yeah. out live to me. So I'm looking forward to that. Sure, well, I won't tell you that, but we're looking forward to maybe seeing <laughs> you at the CMAs in the future. That would be pretty. You know, even even just to be there as a VIP right now would do me. That would be that would be all right. I could live with that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's, well, that's, you know, hope, hopefully, some somewhere along the lines, oh, definitely. I don't think it'll be long, Pete, and we will see you up there, uh, playing or accepting an award, or we'll see your face in the audience for sure. And so I'm, I'm just really excited for you. You are doing really great things. Um, the BCMAs have long caught on to this. You many, many awards you've uh, received. I'm sure you're going to rack up some more on November 24th. And then I'm sure Nashville is just going to snatch up and try to keep them for themselves. So, um, But we, we know where to find you, PeteKennedy.net, and we can find you on Facebook. Like his page, Pete Kennedy Music. It's the best way to, to, to keep up with everything that's going on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if they can, that would be fantastic. Well, we're going to play out to Crazy Country Girl. Do you want to set this up for us? Crazy Country Girl. Okay, well, that's a song I wrote with Jolie Wallace-Tilbury, and uh, it's a fun song. It's one of the fun songs I've written, and it's about the guy who uh, has got his eye on the girl, uh, small-town stuff. Uh, She lives up in the hills, and uh, she's a cute girl, and uh, he just can't basically do anything, can't get her off his mind. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's the usual Guy gets the girl story. It's a bit of fun. All right. There's always a crazy country girl out there, right? <laughs> They're all crazy, and I I can say that because I hail from East Tennessee, and so we I, I know crazy country girls. I I know them well. I'm related to them. So this is Crazy Country Girl by Pete Kennedy. Support his music on iTunes, and make sure you go to PeteKennedy.net and support Pete. He's doing really great things. He's a wonderful human being, and he also is super talented, and those are the people we want to lift up and support. So, Pete, thank you for coming on. We're going to play Crazy Country Girl, and I'll be right back. Back up on the hill on a one-lane road There's a pretty little girl living all alone Talking around town and she's really sweet on me Friday night, I see her out, she's looking at me, I have no doubt, we're gonna get together, see how crazy love can be, if it feels alright, we'll be up all night, she got her best boots on and her hair hangs on, she parties all night till the break of dawn, just one look will bring you to your Blow your mind with a little kiss Lord, who ever thought a man could feel like this How she wears that dress and she begging pretty please Crazy country girl Saturday night, I'm lying in bed Lots of funny thoughts running through my head Nothing I can do to get her off my mind 
With those big blue eyes and legs so tan All the things she does to a grown-up man Let me tell you, son, she is one of a kind Seeing all the time Gonna make her mine She got her best boots on and her hair hangs on She parties all night till the break of dawn Just one luck will bring you to your knees She'll blow your mind with a little kiss Lord, whoever thought a man could feel like this How she wears that dress leaves you begging pretty Crazy country girl On the hill on the one lane road There's a pretty little girl living all alone Talking around town and she's really sweet on me It's Friday night, I see her out She's looking at me, I have no doubt We're gonna get together, see how crazy love can be If it feels alright We'll be up all night Got her best boots on and her hair hangs on She parties all night till the break of dawn Just one look will bring you to your knees She will blow your mind with a little kiss Lord, whoever thought a man could feel like this How she wears that dress leaves you begging for 
Saturday night I'm lying in bed Lots of funny thoughts running through my head Nothing I can do to get her off my mind With those big blue eyes and legs so tan All the things she does to a grown-up man Let me tell you, son, she is one of a kind Seeing all the signs Gonna make her mine She got her best boots on and her hair hangs on She parties all night till the break of dawn Just one luck will bring it to your knees She'll blow your mind with a little kiss Lord, whoever thought a man could feel like this How she wears that dress leaves you begging pretty please Crazy country girl Country girl. 